So today I'm going to share with you the audio recording of a webinar that I did for the Remotely Possible community. In this talk, I share my creative process. I share the process that I use to release books, including why I put my content out there for free. I talk about how you can turn your blog into a book and how you can turn your book into blog content so that you're sort of fueling both things at once and sort of brainstorm ways on how you could turn your passion into a book. Because in today's era, in today's day and age, having a book is almost like having a business card or a website. For a lot of people in a lot of fields, it is an absolute must, but the process is quite daunting. Now, as a side note, if you want support, writing a book, creating a book, self-publishing the book, getting it out there, doing that whole process. I've released 14 of my own. I'm in the process of doing a 15th. Um, this is something that I do, and it's something that I help coach people through. So if you click the link in the show notes, we can book a discovery call and have a little chat about how I can help you to get your book out there. If you are a author, a writer, a business person, a thought expert on a topic, that's who we're targeting here. That's the sort of person that needs it. If you want to speak with authority on a topic and you don't have a book, you may not be appreciated as fully as if someone else does. What I've seen happen is that people will go, oh, you've got a book and they'll never read the book. But the fact that you've got a book is sort of social proof, is authority over that fact, right? It says to potential readers, potential audiences, potential people that might want to hire you to speak on a topic that you know what you're talking about because you have that book. So like I said, if you want that service, I have very limited spots available, um, but there are a couple of spots. So click the link in the show notes. We can book a chat. And yeah, without further ado, here is the audio from the Remotely Possible Community webinar. And I will put links to the Remotely Possible Community uh, in the show notes as well. This is a community where people get together and basically, you know, work remotely, but within a community. Solopreneurs, people that want to have a lapstop lifestyle, all of this sort of stuff would benefit from this community. So yeah, without further ado, enjoy. Welcome. Thank you. I'm on the Remotely Possible uh, group website, community rather, talking about how to turn content into books, talking about uh, writing books uh, as a solopreneurship sort of thing, as well as a bit of expression, being able to earn money from your art, from your expression, and to go down that path. So I think what we'll do is I'll sort of talk a little bit about what I'm what I'm up to, and then if there's questions, I can address the questions. Does that sound good? Sounds good? Yeah? Cool. Perfect. Perfect. So basically what I do online is I do a variety of things, but I'm an author and poet, so I've released, I think, about 14 books at this stage, um, but it's more than that. I, I teach online, I coach online, I do a variety of different things, and I also use the content that I'm making sort of cross-posting, so it's not like I'm just making one thing and putting it in one place. I'm using things in different spaces, and I think the best, um, I mean, we'll take it how you guys want to take it, but the best use of my time here, I think, is to sort of talk about the process of how to use content for books that you can use in other places online as well and how to turn all of that into books. Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah. So, so one of the things that I like to do is, well, there's, there's two different approaches, right? And we can go down a different path. So feel free to ask questions if you like, but I like to, I, I come up with an idea for a book in my mind, for example, and I know that as I'm writing the book, 
you know, you break it into chapters. Each chapter can be itself a blog or a podcast or a video, as well as the book content, if that makes sense. So I'm not just putting out one thing. I'm creating a book, but I'm using it or the contents of it to promote the book itself, but everything I'm doing. We can go into this a little bit later, but I like to, or I live by this idea of releasing as much as I can of what I do for free. Some people, when they write books, some people, when they've got content, they want to hold on to all of their good stuff themselves. They want to just sit in this space of like sort of, you know, holding all of the good stuff behind a paywall, the paywall of the book, the paywall of whatever it is. But I believe that if you share it, it will get spread, it will get shared further, and therefore you'll end up with more sales on the back end. Does that sort of make sense? So on the other side of things, I also sometimes go about it the other way. If you write a collection of poetry, for example, I've got a bunch of poetry books, I will write them incrementally, share them incrementally, and then publish them as a collection, putting them all together. And you could do the same thing with a blog, the same thing with a um, a collection of short fiction, whatever it is, is that you're that you're writing. At some stage, you could collate those together. And once again, you're putting out the content continuously, drawing in eyes, but then you're also expressing and sharing, sharing that and collating it into a book as a as something to be sold. So the idea is, is that in my, my my sort of view on social media and on self-promotion, put it all together in some capacity and share it, uh, share it widely for free. And then that that attracts the eyes. So that, does that sort of we're sort of we're sort of sort of understanding where I'm going at there. So the 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 sort of fir- the first book that I did this with was how to get your shit together. <laughs> it is a um, big book, a self-help book. Effectively, what I did was I took all of the different pieces of advice and content and knowledge that I'd read over the years and put it into a place in which sort of was to help me put it all together. And then I'm like, okay, I've got this piece of this, 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 this full book, this thing, let's share it share it, share it, share it, share it. And from that space, from that place, it has grown. It is currently, I think I've sold maybe 5,000 copies of it, um, mainly as a audio book, but also paperback, eBooks, that sort of stuff. And, you know, I've shared maybe three quarters, half to three quarters of it for free online. So it's, it's, it's going to eventually be out there for free. So I guess what I want to, what I want to do here, and like, this is, I'll, I'll pause that. I've just released sort of the next thing, how to write evocative poetry. And I'm going to do the same thing with that book. Cause I'm looking to go into the sort of the poetry instructional space with that same mentality, release the book over time, chapter by chapter for free, hoping that it, grows and explodes and does the same thing. I've got other sort of strategies that I'm going down these paths with, but the idea being that it will get its own light and it will start taking off its own momentum. And I guess, I guess now I want to speak to that space of releasing things for free. Um, Cause I, I share this with, with people and I always get this pushback. You shouldn't share everything for free. You shouldn't release it. You should hold on to this, the gold, you know, that's what people should pay for. But I think that's a, that's a, older mentality. I think it's a, um, 
it's sort of like an old school sort of view. We live in the information era. You can look on YouTube, you can look on podcasts, you can look on social media, and everything is there for free. If someone isn't giving me value immediately, why am I watching them? Right. No one, it's like, it's like if I'm like, if I go to you, oh, I can write great poetry, you're like, yeah, bullshit, prove it. Right. If I'm, if I say to you, I can teach you how to write poetry, why would you believe me? I'm just a guy that's saying words in a screen. What you believe is what you feel. And what you feel is what I'm giving you. So if I give you poetry instructionals, if I give you the information from my book, if I give you everything, you feel that and you're like, oh, this guy knows stuff. But the good thing about this is, is that it's like, yeah, you might give away your gold, but people are lazy. People will want the content in one space. So if I put my book out there to you, a chapter, and I'm like, hey, like you can search my website, you can find it. It's all up there for free. But you know, how many chapters do you have to read in a row before you're like, go to me, okay, like just let give me the book because I don't want to bother with all that mess. Now, I like this. I grew up pretty poor, um, quite poor. I moved out of home. Very, it was it was hard to get by. So I like the idea of putting stuff out there for free. So if people do need this information and like you know writing evocative poetry, how to get your shit together, all of this stuff, I think it can really help people that need it. So for them, it is up and available for free, like it would have been for me. They just have to work for it a little bit more than just sitting in that space and being like, you know, it's it's not all it's not easy to get, but it's not it's not completely hard. It's it's there and it's available. But for most people that have a bit of spare cash. They can, they can buy it. And beyond that, I'm encouraging people to share. So it's not like you just read it once. It's like, hey, tell someone about this. If you know another poet that would like this, if you know another person that would benefit from this information, here we go. This all sort of came to me. Have you ever, there's a really, really good short story by Andy Weir called The Egg. I don't know if you've heard it. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It's exceptional. I've shared it with hundreds of people. Um, just look it up, The Egg. And it sort of, it's this really, it's a short story that sort of just resonates with my soul. And like I said, I've shared that hundreds of times knowing that like, and then like in my back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I want what, I want to give people what this story gave me. I want to give something so shareable, so resonant, so powerful that people are just offering it to people for free. Now, skip forward 10, 20 years later or however long, Andy Weir's released a book, The Martian. That became a movie, The Martian, right? He's released other books since then. From that little thought worm of the egg, I am now a fan of his long-form fiction. I've bought a couple of his books. I've watched the movie, right? What happens if I was to release blog after blog after blog after blog that resonates with people or poetry after poetry after poetry that resonates with people? My hope is that over time, they're like, oh, hey, I read this poem like, you know, three years ago. That would suit, that would hit you. Here you go. They click on that and they're like, oh, it's from this book. Do you see how that sort of flows and sort of comes back to that space? Yeah. Um, I guess I guess that's sort of roughly my strategy and my approach to, to creation. Um, I can go into sort of like the creative, like, you know, like sort of the creative theory or how, how sort of ideas come and that sort of stuff, or we can take it anyway. Do you have an idea of where you'd want me to take this, Fred? Uh, or just sort of keep keep talking about where I'm at? What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm pretty flexible with whichever way. I think yeah, <laughs> what you're going on is um, really valuable, though, because like, it can be hard to try and just monetize. I feel sometimes monetize like, it. 
and the motivation monetization it's not people focus so much on that rather than i love the idea of just you know getting it out there getting people to read yes. it and you know gotcha um, yeah. that sort of things you know i can i can definitely um, speak to the monetization space and the getting it out there and the creativity space because mm. it's all interwoven i'll go down that path yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, <laughs> um look in terms of in terms of the reason why you're creating something, there's a couple of paths. You can definitely go down the path of like, I'm making something to make money. Like that's valid. And like, you might be looking at doing, you know, yeah. like SEO based blogs and affiliate marketing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but you've got to sort of know what you're doing and have a strategy uh, to, to do that appropriately and properly. And if you were to do that appropriately and properly, and then you were to convert all of those blogs into a book, that's still a legitimate path to authoring. But I guess the, the way that I take it is going down. It's more of an artistic approach. I'm I'm not writing for money per se. Um, if you're familiar with the author, uh, Chuck Filinuk, Filinuk, I think it's pronounced, the author of Fight Club. I read one of his books. He, he has a book about writing. And in it, he said, write something that is, you know, for your soul or something that will teach you something, something that will give you something. Because if it sells or if it doesn't, you've still gotten something from the experience. So every one of his books, he writes it to learn something or to express something and sort of heal. Now, whether or not those books go well or not, at the end of that journey, he's now gotten something from it. Do you know what I mean? It's not purely for money. If the money comes, great. But if it doesn't come, he's now, he's still one. Does that make sense? And I, I like that approach. Like I'm currently working on a project called Augmented Realities. It'll be um, my poetry over the top of AI generated art. And it's going to tell a story. It's going to be great. And I've not played in that space at the before. I've not, I've not sort of gone down the path of like sort of words over pictures or the AI art space. So I'm learning a bunch. I'm also doing a YouTube channel called Ask a Poet in which I'm doing you know, poetry advice, but also I'm making... I don't know what you'd call them, sort of like artistic videos of my poetry with music and sort of stock footage with my, my the words coming up on the page, and it's looking really cool. Now, I think those two things are going to go exceptionally well because they're just they're very good quality. But even if they don't, I've now learned something from that process. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm doing, you know, I, I it, it it's something new. I've got a bunch of poetry collections out, and I love them, and they're great. But were I to just continue down that path, I wouldn't be growing as a person or as an artist. Now, don't get me wrong. You do need money. Right? We need money to live. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a fact. So it is a consideration. But I can't help but think that unless you're stupidly driven by money, you're more driven by your goals, desires, your aspirations, your interests. And to even consider or contemplate the idea of writing something for money would be would be a job. And yes, like we do do jobs that we don't like. Um, but you're, you are signing up for a job. My, my, my more, my philosophy is, is like, let's figure out a way to find out that you can be speaking to, talking on doing something that you love, a topic that you love that can also potentially cause an income to come over time. And like the reason it would come is because after one year, you're not bored by the topic. After five years, you're still interested because it is an interest to you. Like I'm interested in words. I'm interested in wordplay. Just today, I'm looking up videos of how um, old school rappers, like you, like looking at their lyrics on the screen and the YouTube channel sort of talk about how the, the words are sort of linking into each other, not just rhyming the end words, but rhyming the insides of words and the syllables. And like, it's like quite complex. 
but I'm interested in it. It's an interest to me, right? So that suggests to me that if it takes a month or a year or 10 years to, you know, pop and to start earning me money back, that's okay. You know what I mean? So does that sort of answer that question? Yeah, absolutely. I like the idea of kind of, we'll say. We have a uh, technical difficulties. That's okay. While we're filling the space, I shall just talk, I guess. Um, If you're looking to create something, create it as a a passion project. Create something that you're interested in. Create something that you want to be doing, not just the thing that you think will work, but the thing that your soul is screaming to produce. And Fred is back. (laughs) Tell me. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Um, Yeah, it's the, like, I love the idea of being able to, um, sorry, lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sorry, what you were saying about, um, yeah, like creating something that's interesting and of interest to you that gives you passion, like for myself, starting this sustainable travel blog is Mm. just something that I want to, one, learn more about. And then also show people and express to people there's that passion and drive. The fact that first creating that into just content that you get out of, out there, mm. and then yeah, if down the track potentially turning it into a book or a, you know, this is where other forms of podcasts and other sort of styles. It doesn't have to be like one. You create this one content, being able to make it into multiple things. Mm. Um, yeah, it's quite interesting. I guess speaking well. into that space, people take books super seriously. They take content super mm. seriously, right? Like I speak to people that are struggling to post stuff on Instagram because they're trying to make it perfect. And it's like, just post, yeah. just get it done. And I'm sort of starting to get to that same space with books, not in the sense of like, I'm just flopping them out there and not caring, but it's more that it's like, just keep going. You know, you can think and you can sit and you can stew and you can deliberate on an idea. Like this idea I've got for the augmented realities, the AI AI art with poetry, I could still be thinking about it, but I'm close to executing. I've made it all. I'm just sort of doing the final editing now. Same thing with the YouTube stuff. It's like, just try because, you know, you might find that like in your example, maybe blogs are the, the way to go. Maybe it's podcasts. Maybe it's videos. Maybe it's in-person speaking. Maybe it's some other thing that I have not, yeah, like that we're not even maybe maybe it's a Twitter account where you're just doing like, you know, pithy one one word, you know, lines on on sustainability. I don't know, right? What I what I'm saying is is like th- there might be a traction channel that you haven't quite, you know, that, that that you're good at putting stuff out there for and that is resonating with other people. I've got a friend who started a business and they jumped on and do, were doing the social and they're really good at the social and it's vibing and it's getting customers to everyone's surprise. They didn't think that they were good enough. They didn't think that people would vibe, but it's working. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've got a skill set here. But if they didn't try that, if they didn't just go for it, they would never have known. So so like with your with your stuff, Fred, or with anyone's stuff, just try. Like a, a lot of people get caught with books writing, particularly they, they, they sit and they ruminate, they write that first chapter over and over again, or they write the structure and they don't fill it out. They're just, there's like a fear or a block or something stopping them. 
And I think it's like, you know, it's like, I have it too, like this fear of failure, this fear of like no one liking it. But I mean, I've, like I've said, I've written 14 books now. I'm doing another one as we speak. Some of them haven't been received at all. Some of them have gone exceptionally well. As long as you're learning from the process, like, like, you know, the Chuck yeah. Philanuck thing, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's, that's sort of my take on that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you find that, so, because some of your books are from posts and you do vice of it, like some you take, make the book and then turn them into posts. Um, do, but then obviously there's probably some books that you've just it's come out written. with. Yeah. 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 It, it, it um, depends. It depends yeah. on the topic. It depends on how I'm feeling. Like yeah. there's, there's, there's some um, stuff on sexuality that I'm, I'm not interested in writing all one big go. Like I just, I'm not in, in that space, but as they come up in my mind, I'm writing them and sharing them knowing that like, okay, I've got about 6,000 words of that topic done. When that gets to about 30 or 40,000 words, I can put it all together and see if there's a book there. I don't know if there will be, mm-hmm. but if, gotcha. if, if it's there and available and I've got an audience and yada, yada, it's like, Hey, I've got a book. It's all here, you know? So like, I don't know if I'll take it, but it's just sort of like this easy release sort of thing now because I, because I'm well practiced at it. I self-published through um, uh, Amazon KPD. They do paperbacks, ebook and hardcover. And I found another place that will do audio books. Um, I've, you know, I've learned how to do the editing and how to do the the noise reduction and put it all together and that sort of stuff. This is something I'm starting to coach people on as well. But um, it's a skill that's that you can learn. You know what I mean? And it's a good skill. Those mm. same skills of audio editing, I'm putting now. Um, there's a there's a there's a website an app called Insight Timer. It's like the most popular um, by users in uh, meditation app. So a couple of my books, I've written a, a book on meditation, and I've written a book that's a poetry book that's sort of poetry crossed with sort of contemplations. I suppose those two have now gone on to Insight Timer and have made more money for me there than they have as a book, if that makes sense. So it's like because I've already yeah. did the audio book. I just had to cut and tweak a little bit, and now it's 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 a it's a it's a course on Insight Timer. There, it's just the book, just by a different name. You know, it's the exact same content. Yeah. Um, you know, and and same thing with like you know you learn the skills and the the these lessons of how to write evocative poetry. I'm going to turn that into courses on Skillshare. It's all it's all sort of cross cross multiplying, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any is there any other topics down this path that you think um, listeners and people at home would would want to sort of delve into? Yeah, I've got one. Um, I was hoping. Say someone has, a, sorry. Say someone has a blog, um, or some content that they've already put out, but they've never considered turning it into a book or writing a book. Um, mm. What would you sort of say to them and how would you sort of encourage them to get a book together and say, well, you actually do have enough here to put a book together? Yeah, the, the, the first thing I would say would be to like get out of your own way. There's a whole bunch of anxiety and hurdles and issues and stresses that you will feel um, at the thought of putting or collating together a book. If you've written words onto a page at some capacity, I would suggest there might be a book there, like as long as it's consistent, right? If you've written a bunch of long form 
Instagram copy, you know, the, the words underneath pictures, and it's all of the same theme. That could potentially be a book where you just spend the time cutting and pasting it into a document. I'm, I guess like in the same way, like that analogy of social media analogy, it's like in today's day and age with the proliferation of self-publishing, almost everyone of note in the public sphere has a book at least. It's sort of like one of these things that's like, oh, you're a person in the world that wants to make a difference. You sort of, where's your book? It's becoming like that. It's not necessarily like that, but it's just one of these things. It's almost like a resume. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, hey, you know, da, 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 here's my book, da, 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 here's my podcast. Here's my. It's sort of like it's becoming one of these things that people are expecting to, to just, just sort of see it. They might never read it. I've I've learned um, public speaking from a guy who um, teaches people how to publicly speak. He's a coach. He's, he's amazing. And he, he got himself on to doing TED Talks. Now, he, he said it in the first in the first time I saw him speaking. He's like you know, I've had a TED talk and I use that in my promotional material, but how many people here have even watched that TED talk? And only half of the audience put their hand up. But the fact that he's been on the TED talk itself was proof of concept. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I'm, you know, for me, for me personally, it's like, I've, I've published four, I've got 14 books published. That sounds fucking amazing. Right. Now, if you've read that and you're like, you, you believe now I'm an authority on this topic, despite never having read any of my books. Do you know what I mean? That number itself speaks volumes. You know, there's this weird sort of space that it's um, that it's like, you know, if you're doing something, you're perceived as an expert on that topic. I'm currently studying a master of counseling. I've only just started studying it. But now already when I tell people I'm studying a master of counseling, they're already starting to think that I've got the master of counseling. I'm not saying that I do, but the fact that I'm studying it suggests in their mind that I know a lot more about that topic than what the teaching from the top, from the uni has already given me, if that makes sense. Because it's like, oh, I'm doing this thing, I'm studying it. Does that sort of make sense? And the same thing with the books. Um, so, so bringing it back to your question, yeah, you might have a bunch of content out there. What I would do from a practical perspective would, let's say you've got a website or you're on Medium or you're, you know, you've got your content out somewhere, take a step back and have a look at it all. Does it fit together? Could you put it together? Print it all out. I like to work sort of analog. Print it all out. You've got like, you know, 20, 30 blog posts printed. Then look at them all. Which ones don't fit? Cut those ones. Which ones do fit? Cool. Now put them into an order. The order you're going to put them into, you want to tell a story. So for you, Freddie, if you were talking about sustainability, you might would, if you would, if you, let's say you had this bank of, of blogs, you might want to start a bit more broad. Well, sorry, you want to start with a hook. Like why do people care? You know, you might have had a couple of blog posts talking about the state of the world and like, you know, the the anxiety around, you know, climate change and all of this sort of stuff. You start with that hook. Then you might go a bit broad, be talk about the whole, like you might have had blog posts talking about the whole concept in general. Okay. To sort of be like, okay, here's the problem. Here's the broad scope of it. And now, now each, you might have sections going, okay, let's talk about sustainable travel. You've got a, you've got a collection of, of blogs there. Then you go to the next one. You've got, oh, okay. You want to talk about sustainability in the home. Okay. Now you want to talk about how to promote sustainability to other people. So you've, you've got like different, I'm just riffing off the top of my head, but you've, you've hooked people, you've shared the broad problem, and now you're going into specifics. And at the end of the book, you'd go, you might want to do a summary thing of like a, something about hope, you know, like how can we move forward in this space of sustainability? You know what I mean? And that's just me just riffing off this topic, but you've taken, and you might've written all of those out of order, you know, da, 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 but now you've put them all together and you're, it's just the matter of the collation of the book is putting it into a story. You collate it in that order, then you read through it. 
Okay. I'm repeating myself. I've said this same point five times because on each blog, you might want to repeat something, but in a book, you now have to cut those bits of those parts because Yep. And you might, you might realize you have to add an extra few things to tie it together. Like the, um, you know, putting a little, just the connecty bits in, but now you've got a book. Does that sort of make sense? And that's just a matter of making a catchy title. There's a whole bunch of like other little things that you might yeah, do it, but you sense. might find that, yeah, you might find that one of your blog posts is the title of the whole book. You know what I mean? Like you've, you've probably done a lot of that back work. Um, and if we, if we go into sort of the chat GDP approach, right, seriously, like titles and blurbs, chat ggp is great for just chuck it in there say i've written blogs on this topic this topic this topic this topic come up with a catchy title and it will and just tweak it for your own personality does that sort of answer that question yeah no that's really good and i guess the other point is that if someone's doing a blog or doing um like some kind of content and they might use a book to really sort of put out their their whole message and so if someone comes across their stuff they'll be like okay if I read the book then I'll understand everything they're trying to tell me so you sort of put the summary of your whole message in a book so if you're only ever going to write one book not 14 or 20 or whatever you might just do well like a summary of your whole point 100% the book is the is the accumulation and the summary that person I was saying about public speaking has one book and it sort of summarizes his main points um I think you should write another book and sort of extrapolate upon that because we're not just one trick ponies. Um, but in terms of the summary of the message, I would suggest, yes, the book is the summary of the message, but at the start of the book in an introduction, it's like, why does this book exist? And in that space, you should summarize your message succinctly, like a paragraph or even a line. So for me, for example, with writing evocative poetry, I'm wanting to teach people how to write evocative poetry. The subtitle to this book is a guidebook for unlocking creativity, expressing truth and captivating imagination. That is what I'm going to do for you were you to read this book. And in the introduction at the very, in the very first bit, I said, I'm, I literally say, this one sentence is a summary of this book. If you are to read, if you were to read and write every day, you will learn how to write evocative poetry. That is the single sentence summary of my book. Then I go on to explain and explain and sort of deconstruct and teach and all that sort of stuff. But I've sort of summarized it at the very start. So they've got that message. If you want to unlock creativity, express truth, captivate imagination, you have to do two things, read and write daily. And then if they read the rest of the book, they'll get my deconstruction of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Any more questions, Freddie? Like, do you have any, any other places you'd like me to take this down? Uh, no, not to the top of the head. Um... Yeah, no, like yeah. I'm I'm happy I'm happy to 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 call it if we're comfortable. Um I just want to would want to leave it with an I two things. Number one, if you want coaching and help down this path, reach out to me. You can find my website at zachary-phillips.com or I'm on social everywhere at Zach P. Phillips. Um so this is something that I'm coaching people on. Um but once again, the the the, the free simple answer is get out of your own way. There are blocks. There is always going to be a reason that you can't. If, you, if you've got an idea that you want to write a book and you're like, far out, I can't write a book, that's fine. Write blog posts, 500 to, to 4,000 word blog posts, right? You know, one a week, one a month. If you were to write a blog post one, once a month, right? You know, 2,000 words once a month. After three years, you've got what? 36, 36 blog posts, 
that's you've got 72,000 words. That's easily a book that you could condense down. You know, it might take you three years, but now you've got a book where you to write one blog post at 2000 words a month. After three years, you've got a book, right? It doesn't have to be this thing of like, I'm going to write a book and then you sit alone in this cabin. It can just be a thing you do on the side. And then all of a sudden you've got the content yeah. to put together and you've been generating content for your website or your, or your movement over time. That's, that's the, that's the key takeaway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Fred, I hope you're taking notes because this is my plan for you. <laughs> hey, it should be everyone's plan for everything, right? Like plan in today's day and age, too. like get, get, yeah, get, well, it's my plan for myself, even though I've, I'm already doing it. It's like, I'm, I'm pushing myself down into this poetry space. Now I have to own this space and sort of put out this content and do this one, you know? Like yeah. if I just, I just realized I'm doing, I'm going to do this down one more path, yeah. the, the augmented realities, the AI poetry, the, my poetry over AI art, every poem, not every single one, but there's maybe 180, 180 images. I'm going to use each image as a writing prompt to express and share. So it's not, I'm sort of doing this one a little bit differently, but like as a way to promote that book, I'm going to write a bunch of blogs inspired by the poetry that it's like, it's like, oh, this, this poem's like a little square little tiny, you know, little sort of short poem, then I'm going to talk to that space, sort of sharing the emotionality. So those blogs will reinform the reinform the augmented realities. And then who knows, over time, perhaps that itself will become a book that it's like, I, I don't know, there might be something something there that I can sort of convert all of that content into. It's not only driving traffic, promoting the book, but maybe I'm writing something deeper over time. You know, there's no reason not to turn that into a book if it if if the result of it comes out well, you know? Cool, cool. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, Thank you, Zach. No dramas. Thank you, guys. 